Hey, welcome to the Hyperfast Show. On today's episode, we have an amazing guest. He helped build Kale Realty in Chicago to a company with nearly 700 brokers. And he has a podcast called Keeping It Real that gets 10,000, over 10,000 downloads per episode. Welcome to the show, DJ Paris. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. Well, welcome to the show, DJ. Glad to have you on. I'm, I'm excited about today's episode. Yeah, thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it. I'm a, a big fan of your show. It's amazing. You guys do incredible work, and I'm glad that you're continuing to do the work right now through this uh, challenging time. Yeah, it's definitely uh, a d- different time for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is like my second show that I've, I've done from this little makeshift uh, studio down in our Florida place because uh, we decided to come down here since most of our work is virtual. And I, I think you were saying before we started that you're one of the only people in the office. Uh, we, just weird we, times, right? Yeah, we've locked the, so we have 660 brokers. I should say realtors in Illinois, everyone's called a broker, but I'll say realtors as to not confuse any of the listeners. So we have 660 realtors at our office and we've we've essentially locked the doors and, uh, and, and there's really just my boss and I are coming in. We have, you know, you have to deposit checks and and basically just, but all the rest of us are working virtually. We're really, really lucky and grateful that we have our system set up to be able to support our our brokers, you know, remotely. And and obviously, any any firm can do that now. I mean, I think that's one of the positives is a lot of these, a lot of real estate firms are realizing how they can virtually support brokers, even if they have a traditional brick and mortar, you know, location. So I think that's one of the positives that'll come out of this is I, I think the level of support to realtors will actually go up because you know I think old firms that weren't embracing some of the technology before are starting to realize that they can support their agents really whether the office is open or not. Yeah, I agree. That's 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 a trend I've seen or, or just a dramatic overnight shift really is that the people that want to still go out and do business have to be virtual. Like like before this happened there were some companies that specialized in, in being virtual or virtual only even this happened and now we're, we're all virtual basically. Yeah. If you want to yeah, do business, every, you're, you're virtual. Everybody's got a zoom account and everyone's on it all day long. So it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty great actually. Like what we've been doing with our, with our realtors is uh, we were always doing daily live Facebook live training. So we were doing that on our private Facebook group. And then we really decided since we have, we all have a little bit more time now than we did before we sort of stepped it up and said, how could we, you know, sort of double our efforts. So now we're doing, you know, twice daily uh, trainings, trying to keep the brokers, you know, happy, motivated, positive, and just uh, trying to support each other. You know, they're sharing ideas, best practices. So if anyone's listening who owns a firm out there, you know, you can do this really easily. And it's a great way to stay in touch while, uh, while we're all sort of stuck at home. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Like you, you got to double down on the things that are working now and the things that are working well. So like do more online training, do more online meetings. And it's, it's definitely 
a time to expand, not contract, right? And it can be easy because you, to, to contract because A, you're fearful, but B, sure. you know, everyone's practicing social distancing, which I think is a really bad term uh, <laughs> because it, it implies that you're isolated and alone. And it, it just right. you're getting this contraction mindset if you're thinking that way. So it, I, yeah. like you said, like get on lives more, right? Yeah, I think this is the time for all your listeners who are agents uh, to really work on deepening your relationships. Uh, I think there's no better opportunity, and it's an unfortunate opportunity for sure, and I don't want to take away from the gravity of it, but it is a it is a really kind of a good opportunity in a sense to let everybody you know who you've either worked with in the past or who you'd like to work with in the future, also included family and friends into that group, uh, just let them know that you're thinking about them, that you care about them. And, and check in with them. And now we have technology that makes it a, a lot easier to do. And I, I really encourage everyone out there listening, you know, if you're like, what should I do today? I can't do showings. I can't really go out. If that's the case for you, you know, reach out to every single person in your database and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you doing? You know, if that's all you did, that will have tremendous impact on how they feel about you. And then hopefully, once this all goes back to normal, that you become the person that they choose. They're going to go, wow, my, you know, my, my realtor really cares about me. He checked in with me, he asked me how the, the, my, you know, my, my spouse and my kids were doing. I asked me about my job. This is the time to do all of those things when maybe when we're real busy and the market's going great, we don't always have time to do. So I would encourage everyone out there just to, to make it your mission every day, contact a certain number of people, you know, schedule a Zoom meeting if you want to, it's free or, or you know, just telephone or text or however you want to do it, but have a dialogue with every single person. And I will tell you, and Dan, I wanted to, to bring this up because I was thinking about this. It's like such obvious advice and I'm sure other guests on your show have said it. I'm not the first one for sure, but... I was thinking to all of the services that I utilize in my life that I pay money for, my accountant, my financial advisor, you know, my insurance agent, et cetera, my dentist, right? And I realized how many of those people who I pay money to and I really like, I like every one of the service providers I use, otherwise I wouldn't use them, but how many of them have reached out to me personally just to check in on me? I can think of one, the person who cuts my hair did that, which I thought was very sweet. It meant a lot to me. And it wasn't to try to get another haircut scheduled. It was just to check in. And I thought, and I'm not upset at any of the providers I use. I know I'm not that important to any of them. I'm just one of, you know, lots of clients they have. But I think, you know, you could be that person to, to do that with your sphere of influence and your clients. And boy, it's not like they're getting a lot of calls from other people like you right now. So this is a great time to, to reach out and just let them know you're thinking about them. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a great point. And I, I think... A, you probably have more time to do that, and B, they probably have more time to receive that message. So I, I think those efforts could go two, three, four times, you know, as far as they typically do. So, so definitely take advantage of that. I, I think you mentioned earlier you've got like 600, 700 uh, brokers mm -hmm. in the office, realtors in the office. Is that, is that correct? Well, not in the office. So we or, or under under your your firm. Yeah. Sorry. I, no, no. But it, it is funny because you would you would assume that our office would be this giant office with lots of uh, square footage. Where the truth is, we have. I'm only saying it because it's so funny to us because we consider ourselves this little small family owned company. It's not my family, my boss. It's his family, but. It's, it's really, we have this little tiny office. Actually, we have two little tiny offices. And when I started 
I started here about 10 years ago. And I, my background's in corporate marketing. I have really no real estate background. And when I came on board, um, my, my friend who owns the company said, I think, you know, you utilizing your marketing efforts, we could start to grow this brokerage. And I think at the time we had maybe three realtors, maybe four, something like that. And so I started, we have, I mean, we're, this is Chicago. We have 46,000 realtors here. And so we started coming up with marketing ideas and we changed our commission structure and, and tried to make it a lot more attractive. And, and here we are now 10 years later and we've, we've grown a lot, but we're still this small family owned company. So even when uh, the doors are open and people are able to to go about their business in a regular way. Uh, we still only see about five to six brokers a day, maybe, and our offices are even open twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. I, except obviously not right now, but normally. And um, so it, it's funny we have all these brokers, uh, and I say brokers again, I mean real estate professionals, real estate agents, but the vast majority of them work remotely. But yeah, but we're uh, we're here. Although right now it's just my boss and and myself. The rest of for for safety's sake, everyone else is working remotely. So yeah. I know you've you've mentioned uh, earlier before we we jumped on the show. You've you know came from a marketing background. Yeah. Can you can you tell the listeners a little bit about you know the quick two minute bio of you? How how you sure. got to to where you are today with with so yeah. many brokers and realtors? Because I'm sure it's a fascinating story. Uh, you know, it's not, but I will tell everybody <laughs> the truth. That, you know what? Most stories are boring, but but I'll try to make it a bit interesting for everyone. But thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, and I'm happy to share that story. So I came on board. I didn't even know basically what a realtor did. I mean, my my boss, who, who now is my boss, he was my realtor. So he helped me buy a condo, you know, a million years ago. That was my only real estate experience. And so when I came on board, I was from the IT world, uh, branding uh, with IT, healthcare, things like that. So when I came on board, I was completely lost. I didn't know what a realtor did. You know, I mean, I knew what my realtor did once when I bought a condo and that was it. So we, we came on board and he, and he started telling me a little bit about how the business operated. And I just spent, and, and in some ways, maybe it was good that I didn't have that background because I didn't have, well, number one, I didn't have to split my time maybe because I wasn't an agent. I wasn't also out there trying to grow my business, which would, just wouldn't have worked in what we were looking to do. So I basically sit at a desk all day and talk to realtors. But back then I didn't even know how to do that. So we started looking around at the commission structures that existed and they were all very similar and we were so small that we really couldn't compete you know we would offer a higher commission split but we really didn't have support or training and for brokers that we really wanted to recruit they required some of that and we just were small enough to not really have that much to, to offer and so it kind of put us in a, in a tough spot we're like well how do we recruit when we're up against all the big firms who you know are not paying as, as high a commissions but they have a lot more going on to offer and so we started looking at what now is known in the industry as like the 100% model, where instead of taking a percentage of every sale, we take a flat fee. And we just started slowly growing. Nobody in the city of Chicago had successfully done it, which was just kind of good timing, I think, for us. And so we started doing that. And and here we are now, and uh, we're so super grateful because it wasn't that long ago that we didn't have uh, but just a few brokers, uh, realtors. Again, I'm sorry, I just always say broker. And uh, 
but it, it's something that that we now, because of our size, we now have full time trainers. We have the resources that we always wanted. Uh, so thankfully, it's worked out, and we're super grateful that our our realtors have stuck with us through this time. But essentially, it was just offering you know a higher commission split, lower fees, because that made sense to us. Because at the time, we didn't couldn't offer as much. So we thought, well, this is just the right thing to do, and we'll just kind of eat it uh, on margin, and maybe we won't be as profitable for a while, just knowing that this is the vision we have for our company. And not that other uh, commission models aren't uh, also great for other firms. We're, we're, I'm in no way suggesting our model's the best. That's that's not how we think. But we've, we've certainly filled a need uh, here in Chicago. And thankfully, we're continuing to grow. Obviously, it's slowed down a little uh, since um, the stay-at-home thing. But I, I have seven appointments today um, talking to, to realtors, you know, and these were ones that were scheduled prior, but people are still talking. And so we're still growing and I'm, I'm very lucky uh, to, to be here and keep, uh, we're trying to keep all, all the businesses afloat right now. So I, I also started a podcast a few years ago here in Chicago uh, called Keeping It Real. And the idea was that I looked around because I figured somebody's had to have started a podcast featuring the top agents in Chicago and just asking them how they grew their business. And we, we had become more successful as a company at that time. And I thought I really wanted to give back in a way that uh, helped all realtors, at least the ones here locally. And so I really thought about it for about a year before I decided, as you know, you know, just how much work it takes to put a podcast together. Uh, I, I, you know it, I know it. It's a tremendous amount of energy. And also when you're running another business like you, you guys are as well as we are, it's a tremendous uh, uh, undertaking. And so I, I really had to think about it because I knew I was going to have to commit for at least a year. I know that anything you really want to do, you need to commit probably for more than a year. But I said, I at least need to do like a couple episodes a week for a year and I'll have no help. And and so I, I just started doing it and thankfully uh, it got somewhat popular. It's become popular. Um, we're really lucky and, and grateful that people like it and get a lot of value from it. And now we've expanded it to interviewing agents nationwide and it's fun. And, and in this particular time when, again, everyone's got a bit more time, we're, we're doing more episodes than ever uh, just to keep keep everyone's spirits up, to keep learning. Because I think learning right now, what a great opportunity to learn and read the books that you didn't have time to. Listen to those podcasts. Listen to Hyperfast Agent. Go back through their whole catalog. There, That's a library of incredible content that will never not be relevant, right? So you're doing the same thing I'm doing. And I, I'm so grateful to, to be on the show because I think we're doing, we're both doing really good work and, and people appreciate it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, I think, Agents right now are going to have so much more time to to consume content, to learn, to to work on their craft. Like like even if you know their their work level, their work output is is the same. They've, they've got all this time they're saving from not commuting and like right. all of that, right? So if you if you dedicated those extra hours or at least portions of it to listening to 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 shows like yours and reading books, like it, it would just take your game to to such another level. And I know like you know, just, just for me, like doing the podcast, it's like, yes, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of time, but I, I get so much out of each interview. I always, oh, me. like I learn so much from whoever I'm talking to. It's, it's, it's the, it's the sort of the joke of the whole thing is it's a tremendous amount of work, but you're absolutely right. I get, I learn so much from my guests, even though I myself am not a practicing realtor, I learn so much about how to uh, structure my day, how to structure my activities, mindset, 
even things like physical exercise, a lot of our, our uh, guests will talk about their exercise routine and their eating routines. And all of that is applicable even for somebody like me who's kind of peripherally in the business. So yeah, you are absolutely, it gives me energy to, to do these podcasts. So I, I completely understand what you're saying. That's, that's very true. Hey, what do you think's been the key to, to your company's growth? Because like, you know, is the number of brokers, realtors you have is just tremendous. I know, I know you have the, the low fee model, yeah. going on, but I'm, but I'm sure you offer so much more than, than just that. And there's a lot of people that, that do that. So like, what do you think was, was the key to, to growing from, from where you started to, to now? Yeah, it's funny. It's, I've been doing this 10 years now and I don't know that I have a great answer, but I'll tell you what, what's worked for us. And it comes down to just really a couple of things. One is transparency. So when I, when I came on board, I didn't know anything about the real estate industry. I didn't know how realtors were paid. I didn't know how commissions worked at firms. And I had to sort of do my own due diligence and and spend some time learning that. And I would go to website after website saying, come join our firm, join our firm, just to understand what other firms were doing. And I felt that, boy, there wasn't much information here. They didn't talk about the fees. They didn't talk about the commissions. And I understand why, because at that time, and still a lot of firms have negotiable fees, negotiable splits. So I guess that sort of makes sense. But I thought, boy, that must be really confusing for somebody who's newly licensed. And I thought, or, or somebody who just wants to know you know, how does it work at your firm? And since our firm has very specific, you know, it's, it's, everyone's got the exact same commission split fees. Everyone's exactly the same. Uh, we were able to build a website that really hit a need of people looking online, being frustrated. You know, they'd call a firm and they'd say, well, tell me about your fees and commissions. And the firm would go like, well, come on in, let's talk. And a lot of times these agents would go, just, I just want to know what the numbers are. And so for us, we were able to service those, those kind of that need for agents who are just looking for, for the numbers. So we're, our website is incredibly transparent. It, it says everything we do, and it also says what we don't do. And I think that's also important because, you know, obviously we can't be everything to all agents. And we attract a very specific kind of agent. You know, there's certain agents that, you know, probably wouldn't be attracted to our model. And then there's ones that would. So we, we know our market. Uh, we have a very specific marketing plan in place, and and you know, and I'll even give some recruiting tips if you'd like for for other people out there looking to grow their business. I'll tell you the one that was the absolute most important one I've ever done. If you're looking to recruit more agents for your firm, call other agents when they have successes and celebrate that with them. Call them or shoot them an email and say, "Hey, I just saw that you doubled your production over last year." That's incredible. And then don't say, by the way, come join our firm. <laughs> Just say, I noticed that you're doing amazing work. Keep up the good job. We, we started doing that years and years ago, uh, just trying to honor and celebrate agents that we were interested in, but really just celebrating their success. I mean, I even have a system set up to where an agent, when they do their very first real estate sale, we send them an, an email and we say, congratulations, we saw you just did your very first sale. Obviously, we do that with our own agents too. But, you know, trying to reach out in a way that was very authentic. You know, we, we think of ourselves as cheerleaders, as coaches, and, you know, recognizing the successes in others, we thought just kind of was something that wasn't being done. And, and so, I mean, certainly if you're a top, top, top producer, you're getting calls all the time, but what about the person doing, you know, five to 20 deals a year? Probably they're not getting called. So we thought, Hey, they might be a good fit for our firm. Let's, let's service those people. And that really has worked out well for us. Yeah. I, I think that's a good lesson in there. 
for even the, the solo agent or the team leader out there that's not necessarily looking to uh, recruit, right? Yeah. Uh, or recruit at, at mass like you. I think a, a good lesson in there is like know your market and put out content, put out messaging that attracts that type of person. Yeah. Right. I'll also give you one other idea for everyone who's listening, who's a solo practitioner, who, you know, you're just working, worried about your own business and wanting to grow it. You can use the same principle for your sphere of influence. So here's how you do that. It's really pretty simple. You make sure in your database, your CRM, you know where everybody works, right? And you at once a month or however you want to set up your, your, the structure, you go online. You know, if you know somebody works at Boeing, for example, that's a company here in Chicago, or actually they're out in Seattle, but they have major offices here. Actually, their headquarters are here. There's a lot of com- corporate headquarters here. So it's really pretty simple. If I know somebody works at Boeing, uh, before I call them to see how they're doing, I might do a little Google search, Boeing news, see what's going on with the company. Obviously right now, everything's upside down, but in normal times, great opportunity just to say, hey, I saw your company just did this amazing thing. Thought I, I or maybe shoot them the, the press release that you read. Great opportunity to, again, celebrate the successes of the companies that your clients work for. You know, another great way just to deepen those relationships and show people that you care and that you notice. Yeah, I, I think that's a great, a great piece of advice and just great, great way to, to connect and, and stay yeah. in touch with people. Hey, that's a great point. We'll get right back to it. But first, I wanted to talk about a problem that so many real estate agents are facing. In fact, nearly 90% of agents are facing this problem. And that's the problem of going out of business. And then most of the ones that do are still struggling. They're struggling to get the results they want. But look, it doesn't have to be that way. I know because it wasn't that way for me. In my first year in real estate, I sold over $22 million in real estate volume. I wrote about it in my best-selling book, The Hyper-Local, Hyper-Fast Real Estate Agent, but I wanted to do something more for the industry. That's why I created the Hyper-Fast Accelerator Program. Now, I know what you're thinking, not another coaching program, or and I get it. The problem isn't lack of information. The problem is who to actually trust, who to believe, and most professional coaches never even sold themselves. So whether you're selling 10 homes and want to get to 20, or you're selling 20 homes and want to get to 50, we can help right? We've done it. I've grown my team from 22 million volume to now over 400 million in volume. It's one of the top real estate teams in the country. This is what separates me from most real estate coaches. Like I'm still in the game. What I'm going to teach you in this program is stuff that's actually working today in my business, right? What would your life look like if you sold just one more home a month? If that's something you're interested in, if you want to get those types of results. Click on the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash hyperfastcoach and sign up for a free discovery call. And look, we don't take anyone and everyone, right? The problem with most real estate coaches is that they do, right? They try to cater to the masses. So we only take a few people on purpose because we want to provide highly strategic, individualized, personalized service to help you get the type of results you want and achieve your goals. Click on the link below, sign up for a free discovery call, and I'll see you soon. What, what have you seen since the coronavirus really exploded in, in the US? Like, you know, what kind of inquiries are you getting from agents looking to join your team? Has it gone up or, or down? It's, or, it's, or, and, um, and what are you doing differently? 
Yeah, um, I would love to say that it's gone up, but it is not. It has gone down. But I think in general, real estate activity has slowed. So that doesn't surprise me. I think people are, there's fear. and, And obviously, realtors are just trying to keep their business going. And I don't think they're necessarily, unless they have exorbitant fees at their current firm, then they're probably just trying to, 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 to stay busy. So we have, we have backed off some of our marketing efforts because number one, out of respect for what's going on. And also this is probably not the time to be direct recruiting. Although I don't know, maybe, maybe some people would disagree with that. We just didn't feel that it fit our culture to do that. But what, what we have seen is a tremendous need to connect. So we've been reaching out, as I said earlier, to our agents twice daily now via Zoom and and, uh, Facebook Live. And we are just trying to create additional content for them, for our own agents, to basically make sure that they know, for example, the stimulus package was passed on Friday. We did a whole, and and it's not, totally known exactly, uh, you know, 100% how that's going to affect real estate agents. We think we know, but, you know, the moment it was passed, we, we, did a, we did a meeting for what we knew at the time. So just trying to send out information saying, okay, here's 10 things you could do right now to stay busy. Here, here are some ideas about how to connect with your clients. Here's some ideas about how to do showings virtually if you have a vacant listing and you can still figure out a way to do that. You know, we're, we're trying to, to do a big idea share um, and we're bringing our agents together who mostly work virtually anyway. So that part of it hasn't really changed. But as far as people looking to join our firm, you know, it's actually hasn't slowed down too much yet for me. But I've noticed a bit of a slowdown, again, totally understandable. Uh, It's not something that that we're as focused on now is for our just like I said, for agents to focus on deepening the relationships with their clients. Now we're trying to deepen the relationship with our with our agents as well, letting them know we care about them, we think about them. And just trying to help them through this. And, you know, we're also doing things like looking at our expenses and seeing where, you know, it's a great time for us to do audits and, and going through and, you know, seeing where we could be a little leaner. But yeah, we're just trying to stay busy and connected. And, and that's the name of the game right now. Well, I, I think now is probably a, a time when agents are doing the same as well, or yeah. should be doing the same, like looking at their yeah. expenses. And for many of them, you know, they're the, the ones that are at some of these bigger box type brokerages, uh, you know, the national kind of brands, like that fee that they pay to the broker is going to be one of their biggest expenses. So, you know, guys, guys like you might, might become more attractive in this market. I, I certainly, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say I hope so, but I, I do hope so because I always want to grow our business. Um, and we're, we're always wanting to talk to other realtors who are, you know, unhappy with some facet of the firm they're at. Um, yeah. And so may, maybe that will change. We, we've just had to figure out how to, you know, we had to really had to think about this. Like, do we send out those, you know, cause we do recruiting emails once in, once in a while as well as like, what do we do with those? Okay. We turned those off cause we thought maybe that's, that's a little tone deaf at the moment. Um, but uh, are there other ways we can still connect and let other agents know that we're we're excited for them? Um, so we've still continued to do the congratulations uh, things. Whenever somebody you know does a de- like, whenever somebody's on the co-op side of of one of our broker deals, we we always call that broker. We we don't pitch Kale Realty, but we definitely say, hey, we're really proud of you. Congratulations! Thanks for working with one of our agents. Great job. Keep it up. And, and it's funny because I can't tell you how, and this is a good a lesson for everyone out there who has a team or, or who owns a firm. If you're not doing those with your own agent, by the way, we do that with our own agents too, of course. We're so proud of you. Keep up the great work. Great job. You know, and 
if you're not doing that with your own agents, somebody like me is going to come along and do that for your agents. And you're not going to want to lose them just because I, I made that call and you didn't. So I, I really encourage everyone to, to, you know, now's the time to let your, your broker, your realtors know how important they are to you and, and how grateful you are to have them and, and give them tips, help them build their business. That's your job. And, um, and so I'm sorry, I don't want to get on a, on a no, rant about no, it. No, that's a great, it's a great, it's a great uh, comment. I mean, a, a lot of, I think a lot of people are focused on creating great value for the, for the people yeah. on their team and, and they're, they're focused as well on creating great external marketing to, to let the world yeah. know what they're doing. But sometimes we forget to do that internal marketing, right? And if you're not yeah. doing that internal marketing and letting your team, your staff, your people know what you're doing for them, and that you appreciate them, they may they may not realize all the great stuff that, that you're doing for for them or, or feel appreciated. So you, you gotta you gotta. It's not enough just to provide value and to do external marketing. You got to do that internal marketing as well. Yeah, I would love to say that all it takes is you just pay the highest fees or sorry, pay the highest commissions and have charged lowest fees. But it's that is just the starting point, right? A lot of times, uh, realtors will join our firm simply you know, most, mostly because we do have the highest commissions and lowest fees. However, that's not going to keep them here because sometimes the lowest cost provider is not the best option, right? Especially if you're not going to get support and training and, and, you know, all of those things. I mean, we, every single one of our realtors could leave today if they, if they weren't getting their needs met. We of course hope they don't, but that's the, that's our responsibility. And again, whether you're, you're a realtor thinking about, well, how do I apply that to my own business? Think of it as your clients, you know, yeah, they want to work with you, but they also want to work with somebody who cares about them. So demonstrate that. And if you are a, a broker owner and you have, you have, or you have a team, let them know, you know, what, what they, what you're doing to help them. And, and, you know, and we'll all get through this together. I, th I think it's through idea sharing and helping and staying connected. It's all we can really do right now, I think. And that's, that's, I think, uh, in some ways, it's really, it's something we should take this lesson and apply it once everything goes back to normal. Let's not forget how important it is to connect. No, I love that. That's a great point. Like there's, there's even, even if things went back to normal, like tomorrow or next month, yeah. um, there, there are still great lessons from this time that, that we should carry forward for the rest of our lives, really. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, if, if people want to learn more about your real estate company, your, bro your brokerage, yeah. where, where, did, where would they go? Yeah, right thanks, more? Dan. Um, so if you're a, a, a Chicago agent, if you uh, whether you're in the suburbs, the city, our, our firm is called Kale Realty, Kale Like the Vegetable. We were not smart enough to think of that uh, <laughs> 15 years ago <laughs> and think, well, it's going to become the hottest vegetable on the planet uh, in 2020. We weren't that smart, but it's actually uh, our owner's uh, last name. So uh, anyway, you can visit us at joinkale, so joinkale.com. And uh, I would really also, for every one of your listeners, I really encourage them to check out my podcast. Uh, it's called Keeping It Real. You can find it at keepingitrealpod.com. Uh, we do very similar things to, to Hyperfast Agent, which is why we're so grateful to be on the show. And we're such fans of what, of what Dan's doing because we're here to, to help all, it's that, help all realtors. It's that expression, what a rising tide raises all ships, right? 
by by sharing these these success secrets and they're not even secrets but sharing the success strategies of top 1% agents you know any realtor can transform their business and you know it's it's how cool is it that these are complementary you know hyperfast agent is free to listen to so is keeping it real pot. and and we do this to to help and it's so much fun uh, check it out and and let us know how how it helps you. I mean, we're we're always uh, thankful for anyone who listens. So again, just find us at uh, obviously you can find us at any podcast directory. Just search for Keeping It Real. Unfortunately, there's about 17 other podcasts called Keeping It Real. So look for the one with the name DJ. That's me. You'll probably find it pretty easy. But um, you can visit our website too, KeepingItRealPod.com. All right, DJ. Before we wrap up, I I like to end with a hyper fast round. So it's just a couple questions. Rapid fire answers. Are you ready? Yep. All right. What is the biggest challenge you've ever faced in business and how'd you overcome it? Uh, real quickly, we almost went out of business a few years ago. We had an agent who lied, who took her exam and and lied. Uh, this is before we knew her. Changed her name because she wasn't really eligible to practice. And she brought us her her certificate. She passed, but she had changed her name to try to avoid the state recognizing who she was because she had a history. She had done something goofy at a different company before. Anyway, we didn't know it, and we we just assumed she was fine because we never had a problem. And eventually the state realized that this person wasn't able to practice. And they were like, what are you guys doing? How'd you let this happen? It was a complete accident. We never let somebody practice without a license, but it happened. And so they, the state threatened to shut us down. And we had 500 plus agents at the Mm. time. And we were very, very scared. So thankfully, again, goes back to transparency. The state basically said, we understand you didn't do this on purpose. You're not bad guys, but this is a big deal. So they let us um, basically transfer everybody to to a new company. But the, the, the catch was that the agent had to do that themselves. So we had to reach out to all 500 of our agents and tell the story and say, you know, we hope this, uh, you know, hope this doesn't sully your experience here. We'd be super honored to have you. And we were really nervous and worried. And thankfully, 99% of them came over. But that was definitely the scariest. And we've grown since then. So everything's worked out. But it was, oh my gosh, sorry, that wasn't so lightning fast, but that was scary. <laughs> no, that's that's a good one. I mean, yeah, you got to be... Uh... You got to be ready for those. It's the punches that you don't see coming that can That's right. know, do the most damage or, or that you don't even know to look for. So yeah, yeah, that was a great one. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new agent starting out? Yeah. Uh, okay. It, it goes back to the old Brian Buffini uh, technique of meet two to five people every day. I mean, I, I'd love to say that that I had a, a better uh, tactic than that, but that that is a pretty good one. As a new broker, lead gen is going to be your biggest challenge, right? And and well, two things: lead gen and learning the business. Learning the business, hopefully your firm can help you with. Lead gen is probably something you should do yourself. So go out there and learn how to talk about real estate. Learn how to meet people and and get their information, and then write them handwritten notes. You know, send them email uh, emails from time to time. Stay in touch, but build up that database. Meet people, and again, now it's obviously harder to do that in our current conditions, but that will change. We'll get back to normal. So meet as many people as you can, add them to your database, stay in touch with them, let them know you think about them from time to time, and you're going to have more leads than you know what to do with. Where do you see yourself in 2025? It's a great question. So it's five years from now. Well, I'm hoping we have 2,500 agents at that point. That would be great. Uh, that would be our goal. And, uh, <coughs> in, and also just you know, continuing to do what my podcast, you know, it's some, it's a labor of love. It's something I enjoy doing. I want to reach more people. We currently, 
We have about 10,000 um, downloads on each episode now, but I'd like it to get to 100,000. I don't know if that'll happen, but um, I, I want to just keep, you know, I'm one of those guys, I just put my head down. I keep doing the same thing every day and whatever happens, happens. But that's what I'd like to see. So No, I think that's that's the... The, the key to success in anything really is just to get the repetition in and, and there's yeah. really, there's really no substitute for it. No shortcuts. So that's, I wish there were shortcuts. Why are there no shortcuts? <laughs> <laughs> there are no shortcuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can, I think the shortcuts are like learning from people, you know, listening to yeah. podcasts like yours, like, and, yeah. and kind of learning from their mistakes. But at the end of the day, like, you've got to, you've got to execute and just get the reps in to, to really learn how to do it. I've got a great saying for everyone uh, listening and, and it's something that took me a long time to learn, which is a great, it's an old Zen saying and it goes before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. In other words, <laughs> you're always going to be chopping wood and carrying water, but that's sort of the beauty of it is discipline is everything habits, discipline, fundamentals, like keep your head down, do your work. And, you know, good things can happen, especially when you, when you uh, pepper it by listening to podcasts like Hyperfast Agent or ours or lots of others. So learn, stand on the shoulders of giants, learn, learn from the mistakes of others, learn from the mistakes of ours. Don't hire agents who change their name, you know, things like that. So. Yep. No, I, I, I agree with everything you said. And, and this has been an amazing episode. I just thank you so much for joining us today. I know, I know you're super busy, uh, really, really leaning into what's going on right now uh, in the world and, and providing tons of value to your agents. So, so thank you for coming on the show and, and giving our listeners a lot to learn. I, I appreciate it. And uh, one last time before we sign off, if, if people want to get in touch with you or, yeah. or, or connect what, uh, just give us a quick review of that again. Yeah, real quickly, guys, just go to our, I'd love everyone to check out just one episode of our podcast. Uh, see if you like it. Uh, if you like it, tell a friend. Visit us at Keeping It Real Pod. So keepingitrealpod.com. Uh, you can also follow, find us on Facebook where we post all of our episodes and uh, other content to help you grow your business. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, you want to explore what other firms have to offer, we'd love to chat with you. Visit us at joinkale.com. Otherwise, everybody stay safe, uh, stay healthy, keep working on your business. It's going to get better. And at some point, this will all be over. And you have this unique opportunity now to develop those habits that maybe you weren't doing before. I, I'm doing it too. I, I'm trying to develop better habits myself. So let's all work on that together. And, and we'll have a wonderful business when this all goes back to normal. All right. I agree. Thank you so much for being on the show, DJ, and to everyone out listening or, or watching on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, Dan. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.